listening to a D49er update. Today's everybody's favorite day, Monday. I'm your host, Chris Rivera, and I have with me today James Chow and Zach Handy. What's up, guys? What's up? It's 14-week of school. How are we feeling? Man, Uh, dog days. I'm getting it, though. (laughs) I'm getting it, grinding it out. Stress. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so we'll get to the stories we're going to talk about today. So uh, first first up, we got James. What do we got today? Um, so we have today, uh, Friday, the Cal State officials announced that there would no be, there would, there would be no tuition increase for the 2018-19 academic school year. And yeah, that's basically just been, um, the pretty big story, um, university wide or, um, campus system wide, um, for the past few days. And was there a legitimate worry that they would raise the price in CSU, uh, campuses? Yeah. Um, there, uh, that was actually going to be the alternative, the main alternative, if the state legislature didn't give more funding toward the, the Cal State system, because we are severely underfunded. Um, I think uh, whatever the Governor Brown allocated toward the university system is uh, over $200 million short of that. I mean, um, almost $200, um, $200 million short of what we need. So uh, we desperately need funding, but um, Cal State officials... Um, and the administration uh, announced that they wouldn't be looking uh, toward uh, raising tuition to fund uh, whatever we need. So they won't be raising tuition this coming school year, but do you do you think that in future years they it will eventually have to rise at some point? Um, yeah, I I mean personally I'm I I wouldn't know, but uh, I know these past two years we've had tuition raised, and um, mm-hmm. uh, from what I've heard is it's somewhat of an anomaly. But, um, with, you know, uh, with the programs that we're trying to institute at the Cal State system, you know, like the graduation initiative and adding more online courses and adding more, um, more faculty, those things cost money. And, you know, if, if we keep getting less and less funding from the state, then I think, yeah, uh, we're probably going to need to have a, we're probably going to have to, they're probably going to have to resort to a tuition increase and it sucks, but like, yeah, that's like reality. Hopefully you'll be graduated and moved on by then. Oh, yeah, Not for sure. <laughs> so I wouldn't have to worry about that. All right. Well, uh, was there anything else on that story you wanted to touch on? Um, uh, I mean, I, I guess like the reason they said it was uh, they didn't they didn't decide uh, to raise tuition is basically because um, they were saying that California has a relatively strong economy right now. And they're hoping that that could sway uh, legislators to decide to invest in CSU because, you know, um, you know, higher education and like these like, you know, jobs, um, in within the state, but yeah, uh, that was basically it. So we're good. All right. Thanks James. And you can check out that story at daily 49er.com. You can also follow us on Twitter and Facebook at daily 49er. Thanks James. Mm -hmm. All right. Moving on to sports, uh, today, what do we got? Zach? Yeah, uh, over the weekend, the number one ranked Long Beach State men's volleyball team, uh, finished off the inaugural, uh, Big West, uh, conference tournament, and they swept Hawaii in a, a much needed rematch, you know, uh, exactly one week before they had played Hawaii, uh, two days in a row out there in Hawaii, and their perfect season got snapped. And, um, hanging around the guys throughout the week at practice, a lot of them were being a little nonchalant in a possible rematch. But um, it, it kind of got the sense that that they they wanted it, and they ended up getting that rematch with Hawaii, and they just completely dogged these guys. I mean, the first set was close, but uh, after that, it went 25-14 and 25-19. And uh, that just uh, gave them 
Big West Tournament Championship and also gave him a, a bye, uh, inevitable bye in the first round of the volleyball tournament now, which takes place in two weeks at uh, Poly Pavilion. So that's good for them, and, and they played really strong. So do you think uh, these guys can go all the way? you think they could be national champions? I think, and I don't want to sound like a homer being from Long Beach State and covering these guys, but at the time they played UCLA, because I've been asked this question a few times, uh, UCLA was the number two ranked team in the country. And if that is the number two ranked team in the country, we would legitimately beat that team seven out of ten times if we played that. And uh, I've talked to people really close to volleyball at, at the games, and they they feel exactly the same way. And when we played Hawaii, they were rumored to be the new next best competition. And after the showing on Saturday, if that's the new next best competition, Grant they got snubbed and didn't even make the tournament uh we would beat that team six or seven times out of ten if we played them so i i think that there's their hands down the favorite uh their past two seasons all the experience losing in the final four the last two seasons has really led them to this season and they've kind of played with that chip on their shoulder so i think they definitely have what it takes and i would be really shocked if they didn't um lift the trophy this year at the end and you know i should have asked you this before but going back to that to that game against hawaii uh, for the Big West tournament. Um, what did you see from Josh and what did you see from, uh, DeFalco in that game? From Josh, I mean, he's just, as Hawaii's coach put it, uh, so kindly in their postgame presser, he's, he can be so creative as a setter. You know, he, when, when we're really rolling well, uh, or when Long Beach is really rolling well, he's able to spread the ball. And in a championship game, we have two of the best outside hitters in Kyle Ensing and TJ DeFalco, and neither one of them even touched double digit kills. It was eight kills for Ensing, eight kills for DeFalco, seven for Hughes, six for Simone Anderson. The ball is just able to be spread around the court, and you can't really, in volleyball, you want like a two on one, a three on one matchup defensively, and it was nothing but one on ones. You know, Josh is throwing the ball around so easily that it creates a lot of stress on the other team. And as far as TJ, he's just such a leader. I I mean, when he, and it starts at the service line from him, when his serves are on, he had four aces in the semifinal against CSUN and four more in the final against Hawaii. When his service, uh, when his serving is on from the service line, it's it's hard to stop him, and it really just um, allows him to play his game from there inwards to the net, and he and he's really unstoppable. He looked great, Josh looked great, and um, it was a really strong showing after losing that heartbreaker out in Hawaii the week before to see them bounce back like this. It was impressive. And also uh, about Josh, um, to me, it, it seems like he's a very humble guy. Uh, I think we were both there in the post-conference, and he went up to everybody, introduced himself. Um, so he's a very humble guy. Can you speak to any of that? that yeah, I mean, 100%. He's uh, the most humble guy on the team. You know, TJ gets a lot of the headlines. He plays the the sexiest position, as they like to say, in, in volleyball. He's the outside hitter. Gets all the powerful kills. Gets the momentum plays. He's a heck of a server. But Josh, uh, you know, there was a lot of people in that press conference room this weekend, given the Big West tournament. But it's not always like that. And whether it's just me and Mike Artabascio and, and one other guy there, or it's me and three other people, or just me he makes sure to introduce himself every time that's that's not nothing for the cameras because the spotlight was on this weekend that's how he is at every press conference he introduces himself to everyone and if you heard his speech about winning the mvp of the tournament uh the best quote which i put in my story was this trophy is not for me this trophy is for my boys and he truly believes that you talk i talk to him at practice i see him on campus you talk to him after a game and it's nothing but i'm stoked for my boys i love my boys you know i'm the setter they make me look good and and he's just he's insanely humble for how talented he is and it's it's good to see him get some recognition now finally with that mvp because uh setters don't always get that and and he's just insanely humble like he said all right uh was there anything else you wanted to touch on or uh i mean not, not really i mean i can't believe hawaii got snubbed it's crazy to me uh irvine is a sleeper team in the tournament as far as how it's going to shake out they have a seven footer who i call a unicorn and, and he's going to be really stressful if long beach has to play them in that uh final four matchup but other than that this team's the team to beat in the country and they proved it all year they have one loss the next best team 
team has five, six losses. And I expect a strong showing, and I expect Long Beach to, to raise a banner this year. All right. Uh, thanks, Zach. Thank you again, James. I'm your host, Chris Rivera. Thanks for listening.